Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast where we're going to be looking at the start, um, the Brooklyn Nets, um, and the coaching changes that have recently taken place and what this means for their team and for the coaches involved, and we're going to go from there. So let's get started. So it started yesterday with the Brooklyn Nets getting rid of Steve Nash. And Steve Nash was their head coach. He was a first-time head coach, obviously. Um, I wouldn't say he is um, that good yet because he is still um, figuring it out, if you will. But eventually I had uh, hoped that he would uh, figure this team out. Uh, And part of it is not his fault. Um, Of course, uh, there is um, so many things that go into a head coaching situation and getting rid of a head coach. And so when it comes to this whole situation, um, you know, he was doing what he felt like was the best for the team uh, trying to coach them. But when you have James Harden, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, you have a lot of different players over your you know tenure that have been more of a problem than anything. Um, there's question marks and baggage with every single one of them. You know you have Ben Simmons who asked for a public release from the 76ers and wanted to get traded. You have Kyrie who was in Boston, he wanted to get traded from Cleveland and he left, and he has his own issues. You have Durant who every single person out there is trying to say that Durant hitched a ride with Golden State to win those championships. And that might be true. He still won the rings, uh, you know. And then you have James Harden, who was in uh, Houston, and he left, and now he's much happier in Philly. And there's a lot of issues that this team had to deal with, and Steve Nash, you know, was there through it. And unfortunately for him, they ended up getting rid of him, which was a mutual decision. Um, And... uh, yeah, they moved on. Kevin Durant was shocked uh, when he heard the news. Quote, you're always shocked when something like this happens, but it's normal in the NBA. It's about getting ready for the game tonight. It's a quick turn, always in the league, especially during the season. you got practice games coming up, so you can't think too much about it. It was on my mind a little bit today. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was one of those things where, obviously, this team has dealt with a lot, and... This is the uh, this is what is the um, end of Steve Nash as a head coach here. I don't know if he is going to um, end up getting a uh, another job. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. But for now, he is not there. Um, Steve Kerr had some words to say. Um, Steve Nash is a good friend of mine, so more than anything, I feel for Steve. He has all the qualities to be a brilliant coach, brilliant. It's a good reminder of me and all the coaches that we are all on a whim of players, front office ownerships. You really need a solid solution uh, which to thrive as a coach in this league. Eric Spolstra has got one here. I've got one in Golden State. We're really lucky. You throw either of us in that situation, we wouldn't have done any better. That's the truth. As a really good friend of mine, I feel bad for Steve, but I also know if he ever wants to get back into this thing, he could be... Great, he just needs to get more of a stable environment. Which, this is true, you know, that is a very tough situation. And you get dumped with all these players. Uh, it's it's not a great look. And, 
you know, obviously, um, if you look at it from, uh, I guess, Steve Nash's perspective, um, you know, he might feel like he got ousted um, when he shouldn't have. Um, if you look at it from the perspective of the other coaches in the league, some of them may feel like um, at the end of the day, um, you know, he tried his best and there's, I guess, not much uh, you can do from there. And so at this point in time, there is Jocks Vaughn, who is the assistant coach taking over for the time being. But from the sources that we've heard, just in the NBA world, Adrian Wojnarowski and others, um, he is going to be a short-term option because they're going to be looking at potentially hiring Aime Udoka, who is the suspended head coach of the Boston Celtics. Now, there was um, a lot of people when this suspension took place um, in Boston that thought this was the right move because they assumed that somewhere down the line, if they just let him go, he was going to end up back in Brooklyn. And it looks like he's going to probably end up back in Brooklyn. Um, according to Sham Sharania, the Celtics are already engaged in discussions with Udoka and planning to make the higher... Um, and uh, the deal is expected within 20 to 48 hours. The Celtics will reportedly let Yudoka out of his contract to take another job. So it sounds like the Celtics are not 100% going into this trying to get something out of it. They're probably going to just save money by getting rid of his contract entirely. But it sounds like it's not 100% um, certain just yet. Nets general manager Sean Marks told reporters on Tuesday that the team absolutely hasn't settled on Udoka or anyone else as a head coach, um, and I guess everyone else is saying otherwise. Um, Chris Mannix of Sports Illustrated uh, apparently said that the Nets Udoka were finalizing a deal, so it sounds like obviously, you know, Sean Marks hasn't really wanted to get into the specifics yet. That's probably the game plan is to bring in Udoka. They probably didn't say anything yet because it's not finalized and it's not official. And I'm sure the whole Celtics angle is not official yet. So they have to kind of figure it out. Um, and yeah, I don't know the whole story just yet, but it sounds like he is going to be coming in. So all these players in Brooklyn, a lot of them have baggage. And now Udoka comes in with his own baggage. Um, and... I did hear this, which I don't know if this is 100% true, but the female staffer, member of the team staff, that uh, Yudoka had the intimate and consensual, improper intimate and consensual relationship with, apparently had a connection to the owner, Wick Grusbeck. I don't know if it was his friend's wife or uh, his friend or somehow connected um, besides the the staff angle um so maybe wick was more open to just letting i may walk out the door really getting nothing in return besides just him leaving and just getting rid of his contract um you know maybe there was a connection between um the ownership group and this situation and they're just like let's let's end it maybe brad stevens originally was the one who kind of wanted him to stick around for a little bit but um, it seems like that's uh, not going to happen. So it looks like, all things considered, Yudoka is going to have his um, hands full with this team. It's not a, 
great team. It's a team that still has a long way to go, but they are a team that is, um, you know, built for success with the stars that they have, even though they don't always work well together. And so at this point in time, we're going to have to kind of see um, what will come from, from that. Uh, and uh, I don't really know uh, the situation. Now, looking at this from the Celtics angle for a second, um, I did see an article which was posted by Nesson, and they reported that interim head coach Joe Mazzulla um, might in the next few months get his interim tag taken away. So he might be elevated to the head coach instead of interim head coach, um, which I don't know if that's 100% true, but if Yudoka leaves freely and goes to Brooklyn, that's obviously something that's going to help Missoula's favor um, in becoming the head coach. Um, and uh, he is... Um, Someone who uh, has been an assistant with this team and got elevated when the Yudoka stuff took place. And it seems like at the end of the day, you know, we could see Missoula as the full-time head coach going into the rest of the season. Um, and uh, that's kind of something that um, could be the case. Uh, quote, um... Celtics, according to an NBA source, are willing to allow Yudoka to coach for another team without compensation. That's how much they're ready to move on from this situation. Um, privately, they have been pleased with the progress of the franchise and the team under Joe Mazzulla's leadership and are hoping to strip the interim tag within the coming months. Quote, the Celtics, Celtics could have a demanded draft picks or even financial compensation. But Yudoka's salary will be off their books, and the franchise can likely reward Missoula with a contract if the season continues to ascend. So basically, it is saying that they're going to get rid of all of Yudoka's money, which they can save money there, and they can also give a little bit to Missoula to help him out if he has a great season. So my guess is he's going to be the head coach for the time being, and if things change, then I guess we'll have to see, but I don't know. Um, what is going to be taking place moving forward with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but uh, we will at least see if Yudoka sticks, if he actually stays. Uh, I don't know if he will, but, um, you know, uh, I guess they can give him a shot. Uh, he is uh, someone who is a very good uh, head coach last year, and I guess we'll see what happens. So I want to talk about something else. Um, involving Miles Turner. So Miles Turner has made his thoughts clear on the Russell Westbrook situation. Um, and this is a CBS sports article, but uh, there is, um, you can find this anywhere, I guess. Um, and so he was on the Woj pod, which is Adrian Wojnarowski's podcast, looming rumor that has been thrown around the past couple months about Miles Turner and Buddy Heald to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook and two first-round picks. And he didn't really explicitly say anything, but here's what he kind of hinted at. Quote, if I'm the Lakers, I take a very hard look at this with the position that you are in, and I know I can provide to a team my leadership, my block uh, shots, my three-point ability, and just my ability to make plays out there on the floor. I would take a very... Long look at it. 
but as far as pulling the trigger, I get paid to shoot, not make these calls, so I could not answer that. So, hmm, obviously, if you're looking at this from a standpoint of, you know, getting the best pieces, Miles Turner's right. He can bring a lot to the table, and he knows it. He clearly reads the news, and Buddy Heald probably knows it, and Westbrook, etc. Like, this has been a long-standing rumor for the past couple of months and while it seems like the Lakers themselves are very hesitant to pull the trigger because of that extra first round pick maybe they would consider it seeing how their season is going so Miles Turner is uh, basically saying that he could help out the Lakers even though he's not explicitly saying hey Lakers trade for me because that's not something that he um, should really uh say anything about and so um i ended up seeing another article which came out from the um sb nation um lakers uh page and it looked at um the utah jazz being more motivated to go for russell westbrook um now the article doesn't really get into specifics but they do mention that charlotte indiana and utah there are various reports about deals that could take place between these teams. And there is some uh, sort of relationship uh, potentially that could form between the Lakers and Utah trying to get something down. There was a uh, little um, podcast piece. Um, please don't ag aggregate this. Um, Jake Fisher and uh, Andy Larson of the... Salt Lake Tribune, um, there we're talking about this, um, re-potential deal with Russell Westbrook, Jake Fisher, I think partially it's a thing, and it remains a thing, because any potential deal with Utah would have to be snuck right, they already made a smaller deal with Patrick Beverly and brought over Talon Horton Tucker, I think if there's a bigger Westbrook deal to be made with Utah, it would have already happened, now there was rumors of a potential deal before, which was Russell Westbrook and the two Lakers first for Bogdan Bogdanovich, Rudy Gay, Mike Conley in a 2023 first round pick. Obviously, Bogdanovich got traded elsewhere, but there is potential for another deal that could take place, which, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen. The thing is, Mike Conley hasn't been as good of a player. Malik Beasley has had his issues, and Rudy Gay is getting older. So. That's probably not going to happen per se, but they do have Lauren Marketing. They have other players, uh, Jordan Clarkson. So in terms of the potential rumors, I wanted to look at the best deals Charlotte, Indiana, and Utah could make because there was rumors about Utah, um, Indiana, with Turner just coming out and saying what he said, and Charlotte. So the first deal in terms of everything just in my own opinion charlotte so we'll go with them first um it's probably gonna have to look something like terry rosier and kelly Oubre for westbrook in those picks i think charlotte would probably try and throw gordon hayward in there which rosier hayward for westbrook in those two picks um i think that's better because of the money side of things and so um most likely it's going to be something of that caliber, like a Gordon Hayward, maybe another player, Rozier, for those picks and Westbrook. Because I think that's a good deal for the Lakers because they get Rozier, who's balling right now. They get Gordon Hayward, who can 
probably play the two guard. Um, I think Patrick Beverly can be more of a bench piece. And, um, yeah, that's not a bad trade. I think the Lakers would maybe want to make one of those picks um, protected. But I think uh, if it was unprotected, I don't think it would be too big of a deal. The Indiana Pacers, I think the best deal or one of the best deals they have is the one that's been thrown out the most, which is Miles Turner and Buddy Heald for Westbrook and those picks. I think Turner fetches a first on his own, and then Buddy Heald gets thrown in. So maybe one of those picks has like a top five protection, but I don't really think they need to do that, to be honest. They can just do two unprotected picks in Westbrook. I think eventually they'll realize that unless they, you know, want to just tank. But the, again, the problem is they don't have their own pick. So it's not like they can tank for Victor uh, Wembyemba because they won't get that pick. It's going to go to New Orleans. So they should try and win and at least make the playoffs because it's not like this pick matters. Like It's going to be, at the end of the day, a pick in like the 20s because that's where New Orleans is going to be. So maybe trading away some future picks to get in some players that can help you right now, it's a lot more important. Now, I think Indiana's deal is the most fluid in terms of positions that would fill a starting lineup because you would add in your shooting guard in your center, assuming that you have Patrick Beverly, Anthony Davis, and LeBron with the starting lineup, whereas it wouldn't be as fluid of a fit with the Rozier-Gordon Hayward angle because of the positions and whatnot. I think Anthony Davis doesn't really want to play the center, and so in most instances that's what's going to happen so LeBron would move to the four AD would move to the five Hayward to the three uh Rozier and Patrick Beverly or Rozier and someone else potentially so that one doesn't make as much sense because I don't think AD wants to be that five he wants to be the four so I think the Indiana deal makes more sense and then the Utah side of it um the best deal Utah could probably throw out is Laurie Markkinen and Jordan Clarkson for Russell Westbrook and those picks. Now, I do believe that they would have to add in more salary matching-wise. Um, maybe they'd have to throw, like, a Mike Conley just to, you know, salary match. Maybe they'd have to throw in somebody else. I mean, Kelly Olenek, they like him because they traded for him, obviously. But if they have to move him, uh, maybe they would. I don't know. Maybe Malik Beasley gets moved because um, he makes like 13, 16 million, something like that. So like the framework of a Laurie Market and Jordan Clarkson trade for Westbrook and two firsts unprotected, I think is a good deal. I think that would probably be the best deal if Markkinen's fine playing the, the five uh, or if Anthony Davis moves to the five, he can go to the four. I think Jordan Clarkson can kind of be that number two guard with Patrick Beverly. I think the combination of those guys... Jordan Clarkson's definitely more offense, and Beverly's more defense. It could work. So I kind of like that. And then let's just assume they bring someone off the bench, Malik Beasley or Mike Conley or Rudy Gay or whoever. I could, you know, I could see it. So ranking these, I'd probably go Indiana, Utah, and Charlotte. But Indiana and Utah, I think, are close in terms of the realistic nature of the deal. I just don't know. Utah is actually looking pretty good this year, which is surprising. Um, if you look at the Utah Jazz as a team, you know it seems like it seems like they're doing a lot better than expected. They got rid of Rudy Gobert, they got rid of Donovan Mitchell, and everyone just assumed, which rightfully so, 
they were going to tank. But they're the number three seed. They're six and two. They have a half game difference from the number one seed um, in in the NBA, and they just look right. Like they look like a team that really just you, they just look good. Um, I mean, Cleveland's top number two in the East, so they look great also. But you you know. Uh, Utah is uh, surprising everyone uh, for sure. Minnesota not really doing as good. So I think uh, in terms of the Donovan Mitchell trade, that seems to have worked out very nicely. But in terms of the um, other trade, um, I don't know. I think the uh, Gobert trade is still uh, a question mark uh, in terms of what um, you know could happen. So uh, in that sense, we'll see what happens. But they're the nine seed right now, Minnesota. And I don't know if they're going to get better. Um, hopefully they will, but I don't know if the Cat-Rudy Gobert pairing will work in my opinion.